Welcome to Sunny in Seattle with your host, Sunny Joy. And coming up on today's show, Sunny will be welcoming back one of her favorites, spiritual advisor and channel, Sarah Landon. The two of them will be sharing all of the amazing information that came through their recent live event, The Wisdom Workshop. And now I welcome your host for the day, Sunny Joy. And hello, everyone. Welcome to Sunny in Seattle. I am your host, attorney turned life coach, Sunny Joy McMillan. And we're here every Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. KKNW, bringing you amazing coaches, teachers, authors, and healers who are on a mission to encourage you, inspire you, and give you tools to live a life filled with peace, joy, freedom, and purpose. It is radio that positively shines. And if you can't catch the show live, you can always access those show archives. Those are found at 1150kknw.com. Um, and I invite you to connect with me via Facebook. And um, so I, we do have a page for the show, which is Sunny in Seattle Radio. And if you follow that page, you'll get the little updates of who's going to be on the show on any given week. Um, so my website for my business is goldenoversoul.com. Um, and I wanted to just make sure you guys knew, I've been mentioning it a lot, but um, I am still offering my book for free at unhitchedbook.com. That's unhitchedbook.com. And of course, the book is called Unhitched. <laughs> so it's for anyone who is feeling a little bit stuck, unfulfilled, unhappy in your relationship or marriage. Um, it's written mainly, you know, my, it was a love letter to my former self. Um, and so I was married and um, I'm female, <laughs> so I identify as female. So um, while it is written for that, it definitely applies to anyone out there. I've had um, some male clients who have read it as well and found it helpful. So if you're feeling a bit stuck and wondering what to do, this book will guide you through that and will also take you all the way through if you decide um, that leaving is in the highest and best interest or parting ways is the best decision for everyone involved. Um, it will guide you through how to do that gracefully. Um, so I encourage you to download that book for free. And of course, it is available for pre-order on Amazon now, which is pretty fun. Um, it'll be in bookstores um, come January in just a few short months. I can't believe it. Um, so anyway, grab your free copy at unhitchedbook.com and feel free to share that with anybody you think might need it. Um, so Penny, I wasn't, I, of course we did a pre-record last week, so I wasn't here and I feel like it's been, I, I don't know. It's like, I've been out of the studio. You just studio. like to grace your, your presence every once in a while. Well, yeah. Right. Sorry, this is my happy I place. Oh, start crying now. <laughs> and also I'm glad I can identify you as the female too, um, all these years. Yeah. You just said. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like it's, you know. I thought it was just fine. adorable why you said that too. And also real fast. So did you hear your voice change slightly about when you were making your mention about your book? No, what? How you did it change? Like, you sounded like, and if you'd really like to purchase this book, like it got Ooh. all soft and sultry. Oh, I'm not yank it. That makes it sound like a. It was like, like a, it was like dirty. No, 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 no. <laughs> like it's like um the you know the lady on the phone. Like, oh yes. way back. Yeah. Oh goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should start doing voiceovers for that. If stuff. you'd like to do <laughs> one in the voice messaging, please. Ooh. That's what it sounded like. Well, as long as it's soothing and relaxing. That's my point. Okay, 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 that's okay, my point. Okay, I don't think you caught okay. it, right? That's why I was okay. smiling all of a sudden. You, you looked oh. over like, why is he smiling all of a sudden? Oh. I said that. That's funny. Well, I do have to share it. Benny, I meant to tell you this before <laughs> we went on air, but I'm just going to tell you even yeah, though we're on air. Yeah, why not? I'm here. It is so funny because in the last couple of weeks, I would say, or the last month, let me say that, I have had three people tell me that they have the biggest crushes on you. What? <laughs> yeah. And I won't, I cannot, they, I'm not Why at liberty are they so to secret, share. Though? I'd like to know well, too. Well, a couple of, and I think some of them, it's a very, <sighs> it's a, it's toying a, with my emotions. Well, they're in, <laughs> either they're in a marriage or their relationship. And I, but so it's a, it's a, it's a healthy crush. No, I'm not, <laughs> no, no, I'm not, no, I know, I know, I know, I know. We're joking. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I just thought I would share that with you. It's so oh, funny. Well, I'm you. like, with a third person, I was like, what is happening? Everyone is <sighs> Well, like, when it rains, it pours. Now I'm going to walk a little taller today. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank you very much. If anyone else wants to pile on, just message me. I won't share your information, but I will let Benny is know. Is our guest in the mix, too? Let me think. Is uh. Uh, God just called no, Sarah I'm, out. No, oh God, no, no sorry, it's not Sarah. <laughs> so, just so we can clarify. I'm joking. Um, anyway, yeah. So 
Moving right along. Well, actually, how how are you doing? I'm great now. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. I'm not even going to go anywhere. Oh, good. I'm so glad. I thought you would get a kick out of Uh, that. So I always like to share that Mm because, you know, it makes you feel good. Well, and of course, we're on the heels of the holidays. If you didn't take a look down the hall. Oh, gosh, I know. They cranked it out yesterday. They started their holiday music. It is not just, I just, we've mentioned this before, but Hubbard Radio Anytime there's a holiday like Halloween, or of course now we've got they we've just blown right past Thanksgiving. Even though there it hasn't was happened. no Thanksgiving, <laughs> there's no Thanksgiving. <laughs> but it is right like it. Christmas on steroids <laughs> in this office. So. Yeah, they started their whole uh, Christmas tribute song, so now they're playing it up until the new year. Yes, yes. There's plenty of tinsel everywhere, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. reindeer. So. <laughs> I think I saw a couple running around. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did. I really did. Okay, well, glad to be back in the studio with <laughs> you. Yeah. See, so. you can't. You'll miss us. I know. Okay, I'm not. Sunny in Seattle is not going anywhere. No, but, I know that. So yes, um, for those who are listening, um, my partner and I are um, in the works to uh, at least do a year in Petaluma and check it out. We're just feeling really called. Good for you. <laughs> hey, Good thanks, for you. Vinny. Um, yeah. Good step. So Good we'll step. join. Yeah. So you know, Manson Mitchell are in Sarasota. Yeah. Brendan Robb are in Port Townsend. Like so, I'm losing I all my hosts. <laughs> 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 I mean. Technically, on the uh, you know geographic yeah, term, yeah. Well, I I just have to say, you know, our ultimate plan is to be able to spend a certain amount of time here and a certain amount of time in yeah, California. No, it's... Um, yeah, so being back here in the studio is very mm-hmm. important to me. So we're going to make that happen. Well, so. with the advancements of technology, it's we can make that happen. Exactly, hosts can be pretty yeah. much anywhere they want to be, like you exactly. know, in the Caribbean, <laughs> which would be nice. You're welcome to take me whenever you go. <laughs> Uh, to the uh, the Alps, yes. up to Alaska, wherever. Yeah, you know? exactly. So. It's awesome. And that's why we have our guest here, too. Exactly. Speaking of which, um, I think now definitely she holds the record for most frequent return guests to sunny in Seattle. We need to do a little award ceremony, and that's the one that Sarah Landon (laughs) will receive. Um, So um, for those of you who have heard her shows before, I know you are familiar with her. I know we've also got some of the folks who follow uh, her teachings and that of the council um, listening here today. Um, But um, I wanted to share with you a little bit more about her. So she, Sarah Landon, is a globally celebrated transformational leader, a visionary entrepreneur, and a spiritual advisor, as well as channel of the council. After receiving written and verbal communication from the council that changed her life, Sarah left her corporate career and devoted her life to channeling, teaching, and living the wisdom of the council so that many others may experience the fulfillment of living their greatest life possible. The Council is an energetic presence of higher-level consciousness, offering a grander perspective of the human experience and the wisdom to live one's highest potential. Together, Sarah and the Council are guiding people to answer the profound questions of who am I, why am I here, what is my purpose, and how do I live it? And countless people around the world, and I'm one of them, um, have applied the wisdom of the Council and created profound changes in their careers, relationships, health, and daily lives. And so, you know, Sarah has a thriving global community of, you know, thousands of people around the world. Um, And I'm, as I mentioned, um, I'm part of that community. Um, She's got an amazing masterclass membership program. It's a monthly program. We'll talk a little bit more about that. So once you have a taste of her work, if it's something that you want to um, explore, you can uh, find out more by going to her website at sarahlandon.com. And Sarah is spelled S A R A. Landon, L-A-N-D-O-N, so sarahlandon.com. And she also offers numerous online courses to help you go deeper into specific topics that are really near and dear to your heart. Um, Of course, she does private sessions with the council so you can get even more greater clarity, release blocks, and um, and there are plenty of selections of live events as well as online courses. So just check out sarahlandon.com. And Sarah, welcome back to Sunny in Seattle. Thank you so much. Hello. (laughs) Thank you, Benny. Thank you, Benny. You're welcome. welcome. And all of our listeners out there, appreciate you. Oh, yes. Okay, and I have to share something, Sarah. I know we just brought you on, but a little message just popped up on my screen. And a lister, I and I, I'm not going to reveal any identity, but just said, "Hey, just so you know, not everyone who has a crush on Benny is married." So <laughs> <laughs> that deserves a ding. <laughs> That's, there's a big that ding. There's a big <laughs> ding. All right, Benny, you've got a following out there, man. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. <laughs> okay, sorry, Sarah. I didn't mean to take away from just your made my Friday. Of the show, but no, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Oh, well, welcome back, Sarah. Thanks for being so flexible. <laughs> oh, my 
gosh, you guys are just having so much fun. I'm just happy to be here in the fun. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. So um, some of you listeners um, and, of course, folks who follow Sarah's teachings and the councils were at or were live with us via the live stream for our wisdom workshop in the Bay Area that was on November 3rd recently. Um, It was a fantastic event. um, And so I thought it would be fun because so much good information came through. I thought it would be fun to bring Sarah on and we could just share a little bit. For those who heard it, maybe this will be a new spin. And it's always fun. One of the things I love about Sarah is while she does channel for the council um, and those teachings are just amazing, they've really helped me in my life. She also is a fantastic coach who doesn't just give you the material, actually will coach through it and and give you different ways of looking at it and applying the teachings to your life. So it, it adds just a layer of depth um, to the material. And so I thought it would be fun if we could do that here today. Um, so, Sarah, you know, uh, we've, we've talked about your background on the show before, but do you mind just doing a condensed version about how, because you had a really successful corporate career and then... You switched gears in a big way in a lot of areas in your life, and you had some big transformative events that beyond your control, um, some of them. And, uh, yeah, you've just been through a lot to get where you are, and I'd love it if you could share that with our listeners. Yeah, I really love to share the story because I wish I would have found someone (laughs) that was going through what I was going through when I was going through it. And so if my story can help anybody out there, that feels the way I felt during that transition. Um, that really is why I do what I do. But it, from the time I was in high school, I was really passionate and interested in personal development. I bought the Tony Robbins tapes back way back when, and Bob Rocker and Jack Canfield. And you know, I was really intrigued by the idea that you can create your life any way you want it to be. You can, you know, set goals and take lots of action and really achieve anything. And so my goal was to move to Seattle from Montana and and have a, a big time corporate career and make a ton of money and have a big house and, you know, have the money to sort of travel and do all the things that I wanted to do. And so after I left high school, I literally drove out the next day and, and went to Seattle and through a series of events, um, I just had an amazing opportunity to uh, be part of technology and moved up and was part of an amazing organization and and had a very um, wonderful, successful career, mainly based out of Seattle, uh, for many, many years and really found myself living what I thought was seemingly perfect, successful life. And I remember at one point just being so confused because I thought, you know, hey, I did everything I was supposed to do. I got the, the job, the career, the business, the husband, the cars, the money, and I really wasn't happy, and I didn't know why. I felt like I was not living my truth, but I had no idea what my truth was, and <laughs> I say mm-hmm. to people, Anybody would have told me that I was going to leave my corporate career and start channeling a group of non-physical beings called the council <laughs> and travel <laughs> around the world, uh, sharing that work with, with others, I would have been like, uh, no, thank you. I am, I'll figure something else out. Thanks for the, thanks for the advice. Um, but uh, with, through a series of events, I went through this, I would have no other words but an awakening experience. Uh, it began when my brother died in a car accident, a car wreck. And as I walked into his viewing um, and experiencing, you know, the the sort of shock of, of seeing someone you love dead and yet, you know, not knowing how to rationalize that, and it, it really brought to the surface very quickly a lot of questions I had about life and death and what we're doing here and what it's all about. And I went and sat down in the room where the viewing was, and it was a very cold November day in Alaska, and I remember sitting on this really cold chair. And within a few moments, 
I just felt this liquid love go through my entire body. It started at the top of my head and just flowed through my whole body, and I was warm. I felt surrounded by this glow. I felt peace, and I felt a love that I had never, ever felt in my life, and it was flowing through me. And I heard as clear as day my brother say, I'm still here. I'm just not in there. And I said, well, where are you? And he said, I'm just as here as I ever was. I just left the density of the body. And and after a few minutes, that energy sort of receded, and I was back in this cold room. And very quickly, I started to try to convince myself that that didn't really happen. Uh, what was that about? And so that's really when it began for me. And I tried to go back to my corporate life and be normal. I tried to pretend it didn't happen. I didn't really talk to anybody about it. But in the background, I was having these incredible conversations with my brother in non-physical form and a relationship with him in non-physical that I didn't have um, when he was alive that was just so beautiful. And so a series of events happened. Uh, like I said, I tried to go back to my normal life, and I did for for quite a few years. And and then I had cancer, uh, which was a huge wake-up call for me. And, and then I went through a divorce. I ended up moving and a, a series of things. And in that time, I felt really lost. I I knew the life that I was living was not my truth. But I didn't know what my truth was, and I didn't know how to get from the life I was living to the life that I really wanted to be living, which was more meaning, more purpose, more fulfillment, being in service of something greater than myself. I was always so passionate about spirituality and what's really possible and what our potential is, and yet I didn't know how to turn that into you know, my way of living or my lifestyle. So it got to the point where it was very clear to me, and I literally had, in a meditation, I had seen the date, October 2nd, I was going to resign from the corporate world, and I I didn't really think about that for a couple of months, and then I had a series of events that happened, and I literally had had this experience where I just knew I had to resign, and I didn't know what was going to come next, but I just knew it was time. I was just really, really... I couldn't do one more day is how it felt to me. And not that it was that bad. I worked with the most amazing people. I worked for an incredible organization, and I, and I loved my clients so much. But I just, inside, I was not living my truth. Yeah. And I was no longer resonating with where I was. Vibrationally, I didn't feel like I was where I belonged for whatever reason. And so I ended up just sort of this series of experiences that happened this weekend before October 2nd. It was just very clear to me uh, with some opportunities and things that came my way that it was time to leave. And so I did, and it was really scary. And I'd like to tell you all that I, you know, stepped off the cliff and uh, jumped, and I just soared into the (laughs) wild blue yonder, and it was all beautiful and peaceful. But the fact is I sort of uh, (laughs) crashed at the bottom of the the mountain and... Mm -hmm. uh, and then I had to dust myself off and, you know, keep walking forward. And ultimately, every step of the way, what I needed showed up. If it was a person I needed, if it was some support I needed, if it was some information I needed, whatever it was, it just showed up when I needed it. And I wanted to know with absolute certainty that if I moved in the direction of my dream or my bliss or my passion or my calling, that there was some awareness of where I was and what I needed and that I could receive, or, you know, I know it now, is attract to me everything I needed in order to get where I needed to go. And so there was a series of events um, over time that ultimately led me to receiving the counsel and it was spontaneous at first in the middle of the night I would receive this incredible energy same energy that I felt when my brother would come through and it was the answers to the questions that I could not find answers to anywhere in the world I had searched for this understanding of you know personal development says take massive determined action and you can achieve any goal and I 
I did that, and I still wasn't happy, and I still wasn't living a life that I felt was really aligned with my soul's purpose or my purpose or my calling. And then I had on the other side people telling me, you know, get quiet, meditate, and go within. And I'm like, well, that's not really, that doesn't sound that fun. Right. (laughs) I don't want to do that forever, you know. (laughs) But ultimately, you know, when you, when it's time, it it will all come together for you and you will know. And here's one of the most important things that I wish I would have um, practiced better. One of the core things about the council's teachings is, Number one, knowing and affirming that you have everything you need and more and really looking for how that shows up in your life. Mm -hmm. The very definition of abundance is to be plentiful in the good things of life. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes we're looking at what we don't have, we're in fear, we're we're not sure how we're going to get where we want to go. And yet when you start really taking inventory and noticing that you have everything that you need and knowing and believing that you will have everything you need every step of the way, even if you're uncomfortable at times. But the other thing the council says is wait until it's choiceless. Yep. If the answer is maybe, and and you're going through this right now, and and I just loved watching you live this. If the answer is maybe, if the answer is, I don't know, then the answer is no. The answer (laughs) is no until it is absolutely choiceless and you feel in every cell of your body that yes, 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 this is what I want. This is what's meant for me. This is where I belong. And that doesn't mean that you're not going to have fear. In fact, you probably will have some fear because you can't see everything that's being orchestrated on your behalf. But you can trust by the way that you feel, whether you are in alignment to your truth, whether you're on the right path, whether this thing belongs to you, but wait until it's choiceless. And maybe you would be willing to share a little bit about how you felt when you went to Petaluma and why you knew that was the right choice for you. Oh, absolutely. Why it was choiceless. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. I was actually just making some notes as you were talking because I thought that's something that I do want to touch on. So I will just tell you, I've done some Facebook Lives around this, so I can't remember what I've mentioned on the show or what's been on Facebook. But um, So we did a scouting adventure in June, Chase and I did, and um, it was by a very serendipitous turn of events that we even ended up visiting Petaluma. It was not supposed to be on our itinerary, um, and I made a little mistake in some planning. And anyway, I leaned into it because that's, I just figured there was a reason for that. So we'd visited five or six cities. So Petaluma was the one that had stood out. So when I went back this past couple weeks ago for the wisdom workshop, and I tacked on a couple of days after our event to go up and explore because I wanted to make sure, well, what about Santa Rosa? What about Healdsburg and some other little places that kept coming up in housing searches, but we hadn't actually visited. So I visited, you know, a series of five more cities. And when I, I will tell you, I came in um, at the end of the, the searching and Petaluma was my last stop. And I came in from Bodega Bay, which for those who aren't familiar, it's along the coastline about 30 minutes west of Petaluma. Petaluma is inland just a little bit, very accessible to the water, though. Um, and I'm driving through these rolling hills of Petaluma, or the outskirts, and I top this hill, and I can tell, like, I'm within minutes of the town, and I started crying. Um, and the way that I could describe it is pre-coming home. Um, I've never lived in Petaluma. I've never lived in Northern California, period. I just know that this is where I'm supposed to be. And I know it's it's, uh, the council talks about this. Abraham talks about this, you know, our our emotions being a guidance system. And uh, Martha, actually, Martha Beck, who just recently moved from her California ranch, um, sold that and is now in this ancient elm forest in Pennsylvania. She was talking about how she knew or she knows and she calls it like a, it's, it's like a magnetic pull or a longing in your heart. And that's exactly what I experienced pulling into Petaluma. It makes no rational sense. I had a conversation with my parents a week ago, and they're so sweet. But, you know, some of the questions that they're asking me are, you know, well, you know, how will your business fare in Petaluma? And how will this work in Petaluma? And um, I, maybe it's me projecting or I don't know if I'm reading into their questions. But, you know, there's a lot of, like, uncertainty and why, you know, why when you've got such a good gig going in Seattle and it's been the best place, you know, that I've lived thus far in my life, why on earth would you rock the boat? And I'm telling you, it's because I'm following, just like you said, Sarah, you know, I'm, I'm feeling called to something 
and I need to listen to that call. Um, and, and at the same time, I am experiencing huge fear, huge fear. Like, I know this is where we're supposed to be. Chase couldn't be more excited. I couldn't be more excited. It feels like like, like a, if you had your hand over a burner and, you know, you can feel the warmth where there's like where things are hot, you know. And I feel like this sense of like warmth and energy over Petaluma that I don't feel anywhere else. Like, I know that there's life there for me. But at the same time, my mind is going, but wait, you were supposed to be at this point before you moved. And what about your clients? And what about the radio show? And how will the housing work? And how will, what do you do with the house here? And should you sell? Should you rent? It's just, there's so many things that come in. So anyway, Sarah, to answer your question in a very long-winded way, that's what I have been experiencing. And I have to tell you that during these times where the fear kicks up, that's when I go most heavily to my sources like the council to keep my vibration high and get stay keep my mind out of the fear as much as possible yeah yeah that's so good thank you for sharing the story and I think there's a couple of things I'd just like to point out to people if you are in this situation and I really see this right now with a lot of people I felt the same call to live in Santa Barbara California I just felt that the call I was actually trying to move somewhere else, and, and it just, it pulled me here. And and now that I'm here, everything that I wanted in my life is also here. You know, community, friendship, love, these amazing people. But, I mean, I just, you know you're in the right place by the way that you feel. But you know, a couple things I'd like to just point out, if you're in this situation, whether it's a job and you're trying to, move into something different or start your own business or a relationship and you don't know what to do or a place to live, you know, be really aware of how you feel. And number one, wait until it's choiceless because there are things being orchestrated on your behalf. The council says that life is meant to be easy and effortless and harmonious for us. And when, when it is not, it is because we are trying to push an effort and force things to happen and it's not the right time, or it's not the right way. So wait until it's choiceless. Once you start paying attention to this, you will get the hang of this, and you will realize that there does come a point where it's choiceless. It's just whatever's orchestrated that you just know, and it's a choiceless thing for you. Yes. So that's really, really, really important. I also like to tell people one step at a time. (laughs) The next perfect step, and the next perfect step, and the next perfect step. But where we trip ourselves up is we're trying to make a decision 100 steps ahead of where we are, and there's so much that is being orchestrated for you on your behalf that you're going to get really frustrated and overwhelmed and confused and usually feel very unclear if you're trying to, what I call, boil the ocean. You know, (laughs) wait for the next step, and you can ask. What is my next perfect step? What is the next step? And then just allow that to unfold one step at a time and continue to get into the vibration, the feeling, go into your imagination, and don't get so specific, but be really general. Be really general of what it is that you want. I want a business where I feel each day like, I'm not only, you know, making the money I want to make, but I'm passionate about what I'm doing and working with people that are like-minded and that I'm bringing my gifts to the world and that the product or the service I'm selling, you know, really does good in the world and helps people, you know, be general. When you, when you start to get really specific, you trip yourself up and try to figure it all out. And, you know, what I tried to do sometimes, which was, you know, sort of force the universe's hands and be like, okay, you're, you know, you're going to do it by this date and this way, <laughs> and you're not going to do any of these things. Like, this is how it's going to be. And you, you really trip yourself up, and you can get frustrated and overwhelmed when you do that. So wait for it to be choiceless. Look for the next perfect step. Really stay general until the specific pieces fill in. And remember that this is supposed to be fun. Like, you are on an adventure. Every day is an adventure. And you're here to explore. Things will unfold for you easily and effortlessly and harmoniously if you will get in alignment to 
you know, that that energy, which is where we are always guided, where everything always works out for us. And that's the one other thing that I would say. I have seen this one affirmation really help people so much when they're going through change. And what you affirm, you know, we, we could go into this if we had more time, but you, you get these beliefs in your head and they just sort of play on autopilot. They're, they're usually very limited beliefs about your life and what's possible for you. Yeah. The easiest way to reprogram your subconscious mind is to, and, and we talk about this so much and we, we go through amazing affirmations for whatever people are dealing with in private sessions or in the master's class, but in an event like this or a situation like this, affirming, programming your subconscious to make the truth you want your truth to be. And in this case, everything always works out for me. Yes. So you don't know how it's going to come together. You don't know where the money is going to come from. You, you don't know how you're going to get where you want to go affirming over and over and over again. When the fear pops up in the middle of the night, when you feel overwhelmed, stop, take a deep breath. Everything always works out for me. Yes. Everything always works out for me. Everything always works out for me. And you will see that things start being orchestrated on your behalf, and that becomes your truth. And truth is really only relevant when you have experienced it. You can know all this wisdom. You could have read every book. But if you don't integrate it into your life and your way of being, it cannot make the profound difference that's really possible for you. So if I could leave you with something there, it would be everything is always working out for me. Embrace that as the absolute truth of your experience. Yes. And I actually I will tell you this morning. Um, so I'm not it hasn't been for a while that something like a fear thought has woken me up and I can't go back to sleep. I'm usually pretty good about being able to calm myself and. And, um, you know, make it pretty smooth. But I woke up this morning in a pretty bad grip um, because some things are becoming real about the move to Petaluma. And I will tell you, Sarah, that I started repeating that, that, that everything is always working out for me. And also, I have everything I need and more galore, galore. <laughs> yeah, that's my other favorite. And, and those two uh, specifically, have, have, I have watched them change people's lives and the most amazing miracles and unbelievable things like <laughs> that you could just never imagine happen when people have really embraced those two things. Everything always works out for me and probably my favorite one, which is galore, galore, I have everything I need and more. Galore, galore, I have everything I need and more. Galore, galore, I have everything I need and more. And it really leaves nothing else. It means you will have all the time that you need, all the money that you need, the resources that you need, the connections, the people, yeah, the love. It will all be there. And if you make that your truth, I have everything I need and more. After working through that for a couple of years, first off, it did miraculous things in my own life and many other people's. But I really got to this point. And, and I think a, a large majority of those who've been part of the master's class have, have sort of gotten to this awareness that what you have is what you need. Because if you needed something else, you'd have it. And if you don't have it, it's because you don't need it right now. Mm-hmm. And usually we think, well, I, no, I have to have it to feel safe. I have to have it to be free. Right. And in this moment, if you will find that you are free and you are safe and you have everything you need in this moment, I don't really totally understand how all this works, but you will have more. You will just continue to get more and more and more and more will show up. And it's this opening to receive when you are sending out to source, the universe, God, whatever it is, and your truth is, galore, galore, I have everything I need and more. Mm -hmm. The universe will respond to you. And you will get more and more and more. And you start realizing that what you need is showing up even before you know you need it. Yes. Uh, it, it. And that goes for health. It goes for wealth. It goes for relationships and love and community, all of those things. So don't take my word for it. Practice these things. Try them out your your own life and, you know, see what happens. Yes, and um, that's a perfect place for us to take our break. Um, so I am joined today by Sarah Landon. Um, you can find out more about Sarah and her work at sarahlandon.com. That's S-A-R-A-L-A-N-D-O-N. Um, you are listening to Sunny in Seattle, and we will be back in just a few.
Are you ready to get unstuck from a bad marriage and embrace your best life? If you're anything like me, you may have spent years creating a life that looks pretty good on paper. There's just one problem. Your marriage is unhappy and unfulfilling, but you're too scared to trade your comfortable life for a future full of unknowns. In my new book, Unhitched, I will give you the tools you need to make the right decisions about your marriage, as well as the confidence that your future can be better and brighter than you can even imagine. I share my own very personal story, and I will guide you through a clear process that will enable you to answer the question, should I stay or should I go? It's a process that will help you tune out fears and unwanted advice, and instead tune into your own intuition and inner wisdom, as well as exit a marriage gracefully and feel secure about your future. Get ready to trade confusion and stagnation for your best life. Unhitched, unlock your courage and clarity and unstick your bad marriage. Available for pre-order today on Amazon.com. Some knowledge belongs to us and us alone. The way our girlfriends walk, the way they talk, the way they touch their hair. We hold details that only a sister can know about her girls. But what about our other girls? The ones that we carry with us every day. Can we describe them when everything's right? Can we feel when something's wrong? Our bond with our sister girls gives life. But knowing your breasts can save it. Go to knowyourgirls.org for the facts you need on breast health. That's knowyourgirls.org. Brought to you by Susan G. Coleman and the Ad Council. Sunny in Seattle, radio that positively shines. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Notice anything different? You should. There's no other station like Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to Sunny in Seattle. I'm your host, Sunny Joy. Um, yeah, I haven't heard that remix before. Uh, the Wild. That's it's cute. Is that that's recent cute. or has it been around? I think mean, it's probably been around. Uh, oh, I got it a couple of months ago, I guess. Oh, that's nice. I can look up the exact date. Would I you like, like a that. copy? Sure. I'll be more than happy like to send that. it on. It's been, I, yeah, now that I was having this conversation with someone the other day that I feel like these days, I am only listening to podcasts and audiobooks and, of course, recordings of the council. And it's, I used to, music used to be so much a part of my life. And I feel so like I've just let that part go. And I have to remember how much joy music brings. And how I feel like I'm the is. music crack dealer. Like, yes. I'll just give you a little taste once yes. in a while, to bring you oh. back to it. Like, here you go. I need to be listening to music just a again. Taste. Oh, anyway. <laughs> Thanks, Benny. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> um, yeah, so my guest today is Sarah Landon. And as many of you know, um, we did the Wisdom Workshop um, in the Bay Area uh, November 3rd. And um, that was inspired. I don't know if any of you, I'm sure, well, actually, I know many of you actually saw this because um, I've talked to some of you about it. Um, but when Wayne Dyer interviewed Esther Hicks and Abraham in an event called Co-Creating at its Best and um, Sarah and I were inspired by that. And so I interviewed Sarah and the council in a live event. Um, we had, um, a really beautiful turnout, both live and via the live stream. And so, you know, Sarah, over the break, we were kind of transitioning into talking about that. And, um, I'm just curious, uh, you know, from where you sit, cause you are constantly bringing through this wisdom, whether it's in private sessions or in group, uh, you know, online courses or live events, um, were there any surprises or any new information that came through in the material from the workshop? Oh, yeah. I, I think every time we do a new course or a workshop or a new event, it just continues. It's just continuing to grow and expand in the wisdom. I have people tell me all the time, you know, I've heard the council say that three or four or five times, 
But the way they said it this time, I finally got it. Like it clicked and the light bulb went off and I, it finally made sense to me. And right. I have that experience all the time um, with the council's teachings. I'm clearly immersed in it every day, but yeah. it, it really, I have experiences that, oh, now I get what they meant. And then you go deeper and then it, it, it goes to a whole new level. So yeah, there were, there were so many great things that came up that just continue to take this work deeper and to a more expanded place. And I just, I, I just feel so blessed. I, I can't even put it to words um, for this wisdom in my life and how it has changed my life. And being part of this incredible experience of watching it, it change other people's lives for the better so that people can be who they're here to be. So the council essentially says that their purpose is to help you remember who you really are, the Mm -hmm. spiritual being having the human experience, not all these limited beliefs about yourself that you've picked up, Mm -hmm. um, why you are here. You are here for a reason. You have a purpose. There is a calling. Most of you can relate to that, even if you don't know what it is. And, what you intended when you chose this life experience, which is that you, you meant for this to be a grand adventure. You're here to explore. You're here to be part of the continuation of expansion that's always going on. You're here to express all that you are in physical form. And life is meant to be really good for you. The council, uh, and I'll just share this briefly, Mm -hmm. because this is coming up a lot. If we look at a spectrum of emotions or feelings tied to a vibration. The highest vibration, which is the closest to who you really are from the the highest perspective of who you are, which is love, which is peace, which is this eternal being. It is the vibration most closely aligned with joy. Mm. And when people come to me and they say, I don't, I'm depressed, I'm, you know, I'm confused, unclear in my life, I'm stuck, I'm struggling, nothing's working, it instantly, the question that I will ask or the council will ask always goes back to, are you finding joy in your life? And the answer is almost always no. They're trying to force things, effort, they're in fear, they're trying to figure it all out, they're, they're stuck, they're overwhelmed, they keep telling themselves how they're stuck and overwhelmed, and in a few moments, if they can align with their joy and the things that bring them joy and then make it a priority each day to do the things that bring you joy in a very short period of time, you will see your life begin to change. You, you will feel inspiration coming. You will find clarity. You will move beyond the fear. And so make it a practice every day. Just ask yourself, what can I do right now that would bring me joy? What can I do right now that would bring me joy? And go do that thing, those things, for most all of us, those things do not cost any money. Music, being with your friends, being out in nature, being with your pets, your animals, watching funny videos or movies on YouTube, you know, cooking, you know, whatever it is, go do the things that bring you joy. There's nothing more important. If you're trying to solve a problem from a vibration of frustrated and stuck and overwhelmed, you're going to come up with solutions that are just going to lead to more frustration and feeling stuck and overwhelmed. If you get into alignment with your joy, inspiration can come to you most easily from that vibration. And here's the big thing that we are processing right now in the collective and individually. This is this comes up in almost every personal session right now. The feeling that is the farthest away from joy, the complete other end of the spectrum. It is not fear. It's actually not even depression or hopelessness. It's shame. Mm. This feeling ashamed, shame for things that have happened in your life that you wish you would have done differently. Um, a lot of people dealing with shame of, of um, addiction or uh, abuse that they were that they received as children. I think mm-hmm. we see this up a lot in um, right now as far as. Um, feeling ashamed of things that may have even happened to you as a child and or you were really shamed as a child or young person in order to get you to do what someone wanted you to do. So we carry this really, really heavy, dense shame. And this is really what, what's coming up for a lot of people right now. 
how does shame show up in your life? And usually it's you shaming yourself, you know, in your thoughts, in your own mind. You know, you're so dumb. You really screwed that up. You know, you ruined your relationship. You, you know, you should be doing more. You should have done that better. You know, you're not worthy of love because you did this dumb thing. You know, that's going on in people's minds all the time. And that's what our collective is sort of reflecting back to each other all the time. Yep. And so we are really at this point where we're being asked to clear our own shame and really get into the vibration of knowing that you, no matter what has happened to you, there's absolutely nothing that can threaten how very loved you are, how whole and worthy and complete you are, how magnificent you are, and that you really are worthy of any and every dream in your heart. You are absolutely worthy of having love, of having passion and joy in your life, of being healthy and abundant, of having a thriving community that you're part of. So I, I feel like when we bring these things to the light, when, when you really start putting some words to these things, like shame, it's tricky how shame shows up. And one of the things that has been really, really important is, you know, start observing and being aware of your thoughts that are sort of running on autopilot and catch yourself and start talking to yourself the way the most loving, kind parent would do, the way you wish the people that loved you would talk to you or had talked to you in the past. And it sort of goes something like this, you know, hey, you're okay. I got you. I am here for you and I love you. And you can do anything you put your mind to. I'm always going to be here for you. You can do this. I believe in you. You are so special. And you're so smart. And you couldn't be more important to me. I love you. I'm always with you. You're safe. You're safe here. And just sort of have this dynamic with yourself where you start parenting yourself, I don't care if you're 17 or 70 or 80 listening to this, there is a little girl or a little boy inside of you that needs you. It's not about getting everybody else's approval or everybody else understanding you or everybody else you know, giving you accolades. It's about your own self-talk and the thoughts in your head every day. Are you loving yourself and accepting yourself and making the time to really understand why you feel some of the things that you feel. Emotions are really up right now uh, for a variety of different reasons. It doesn't really matter, but what matters is that you stay really conscious and aware and in the moment. And, and when you feel emotions come up, go within and figure those out. Find out what those are trying to show you. I, I had an experience of this recently. I got really, really triggered and upset and really hurt by something that happened. And I thought, you know, I teach this. I shouldn't feel this. But I, but I allowed myself to feel it. And I really went to my little girl and inside of me, my inner child, and I'm like, what is wrong? Like, what are you feeling? And she did not know. She was just so hurt. Mm. And it took me like an entire day. But I, I literally just allowed myself to feel the hurt and feel the hurt. And it, several hours later, you know, and I – and in my head, I wanted to lash out. I got a little angry. I wanted to say something to this person. Um, but I just kept feeling, nope, like you have to figure out what this is. You have to go within. And, and I just held the space for myself. And it came out, you know, several hours later, I remembered this experience where I felt really left out as a kid mm. by people I really loved. And I, they didn't do it in purpose, but I felt so left out and crushed and hurt. And the situation that happened was bringing up those emotions that I never really processed. And, and I felt so healed after. But the, the thing about emotions and being a spiritual person, it does not mean that you don't get angry. It does not mean that you don't get your feelings hurt sometimes. But it does mean that you don't lash out unconsciously from your pain and blame it on others. That you love yourself enough to really with whatever is coming up, figure out where that came from, and then when you see it. So what I had to do in that situation 
is then I had to sort of parent my little girl that had that experience and just say, oh, you know, they didn't mean to leave you out. They had no idea they were hurting your feelings. They love you so much. Think about all the love that that person's given you since then. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the most important person in the world to that person. You know, he didn't mean to hurt your feelings. And and then she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then I felt so much better, and I was so glad that I didn't lash out out of my hurt feelings in that moment. I could really work through it. So yeah, you it gets easier. You get better at it. But don't ever think that since you're on this path, you know, that you're you're going to get to a place where you, you you don't ever feel hurt or or angry. You just catch it quicker, shift it quicker, really get to the root of it, and then you go deeper, and then you can be a more loving, joyful, compassionate person um, when you live from this level of, of consciousness and awareness. Yeah, and I want to, I've got another question. <laughs> I'm, I want to be cognizant of our time because we've got just a few minutes left, but just real quickly as a follow-up question, what you said, allowing those emotions to come up, parenting your inner child, is that how we clear the shame and the emotions that we've been carrying that are pretty heavy? Yeah, so number one, just being aware of it, Mm -hmm. being really aware of where is this showing up, how do you continue to perpetuate shaming yourself, observe those feelings, what's coming up, and then you've got to start talking yourself out of it. So really, um, without going into too much of it, where we're going next from a point of manifestation and law of attraction and all those different things is getting to a place of absolute innocence Mm -hmm. and allowing the divine plan or your soul's desires to manifest through you, but not from a place of lack or not enoughness, but really from a place of absolute openness and trust and innocence. And I talk a lot about this on the master's class. You know, there's, I could, I could have a much longer conversation with this, but the affirmation that I most often use with people that are from shame, Mm -hmm. catch the shame You've got to really observe it. Stop. Stop your thoughts. You know, close your eyes. Take a few deep breaths. Um, really be aware, oh, I'm shaming myself here. And then shift to reprogram your thought process to the affirmation that I am worthy of having it all. Hmm. I am worthy of having it all. You're worthy of having love in your life and abundance and health and well-being and community, and people who care about you, and you're, you're worthy of your dreams, you're worthy of those desires you have. And so most of the time when people are, have shamed themselves for a long period of time, that manifests in lack of self-worth and lack of self-love and being sort of a victim, you know, that, that reasons why you, you don't have what you want and you think it's because of outside circumstances, but it's always comes back to your own self-worth being reflected to you. And so if you're shaming yourself all the time, it's probably going to translate into a, a, a lower sense of self-worth. Yes. So if you can affirm, I am worthy, really worthy of having it all. I'm worthy. I'm worthy to be here. I'm worthy of love. I'm worthy of health and well-being. I'm worthy of feeling joy in my life and peace in my life. And whatever having it all means to you, a yes. plentiful supply of the good things in life, you know, everything you need and more, you're worthy of having everything work out for you. So I know when I say these affirmations, it may sound like, you know, that's too easy. But, I, you know, and this goes back to the countless people that have applied the counsel's wisdom. The and people that use these affirmations see their life change. Yes. And I hate to jump in here, Sarah, but we are right at the end of our hour um, so I think that's a positive affirmation to take into your weekend, everyone, that you are worthy. And um, if you want to take uh, Sarah and the Council's teachings further, I highly encourage you to check out the Masterclass. I'm a member of the Master's Class community. There's a monthly call. Um, there are actually more than one monthly call now, and there are coaching calls. Um, it's a really great way to keep that vibration high and keep your uh, cup filled um, as you go out into the world. The website is sarahlandon.com. That's sarahlandon.com. And Sarah, thanks so much for being here. And uh, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I won't see you till afterwards. So have a great holiday. Sunny Joy signing off.